Welcome to the Push Performance Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to podcast. <laughs> um, hey, there's two. Uh, shout out, shout out to Sean Doolittle. You want to jump on the podcast? My God, DJ, that was so fast. <laughs> Why doesn't he come in here and do it? Who? This is the Push Performance Podcast brought to you by Coors Light. There you go, Coors Light. <laughs> out there. All right. Anyways, today we got. Uh, we got Logan Webb on the podcast. Logan, thanks for joining us. What's up, guys? Yeah, so I just wanted to you know, talk to you a little bit. What's, uh, tell us who you are, where you're from, what you do for a living. Uh, <laughs> from Rockland, California. Uh, I'm a pitcher for the San Francisco Giants. That's pretty much it. It's pretty neat. Amateur golfer, <laughs> semi-professional ping pong player. Yes. Just just steals money from high schoolers and Juco kids. Yeah. It's the best part about Webby. Just comes in, wants to steal five dollars from every kid that walks in the door. There's a honestly, Dude was talking about it earlier and he said, Do you think Webby's forehand contributes to how good he is? Like how, how good his changeup is? And I was like, honestly, I hadn't thought about that. But yes. Like that's that's really elite. Crushed. That's elite pitch design work. Really yeah, crush that pronation. Yeah, bad backhand. Bad back brutal backhand. Can't go that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, Logan. Um, let's talk to you. you know, obviously you had a great year. Congrats. Thank you. Um, let's talk about you know how you got to where you're at. You're a high school draft pick, correct? Yep. Um, did you made your debut when? 2019. 2019. Yeah. Nice. So that's. Well, how many starts did you have then? Uh, I think it was I think seven or eight that year. So were you considered a rookie last year in 2020? I was, yeah. But uh, it wasn't a very good rookie year. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't It wasn't terrible. But and then, you know, we got to work with you a lot last offseason. That was huge, in my opinion, right? And you know, that's why I kind of want to talk about a little bit today. Simon and I talked about how cool it was to see the application of your transformation, right? Obviously, the Giants played a huge role in it, too. Like, Bannister is the man. Yeah. You can't compete with him. Yeah, Bailey's the man. I would you know? die for Andrew Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> Bales is – hopefully listens to this somehow, you know, but Bales, we love you. We appreciate you. I know Logan does, too. Yeah. Um, All those guys, man. JP Martinez is awesome. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Danny is great. Uh, Matt Daniels. Yeah. Helped out a lot. Uh, but just all those guys. It's having those guys um, – being able to talk to them whenever is, is great. Uh, and obviously talking to you guys in between starts and doing all that, figuring out what, you know, makes me move a little bit better and everything like that just all added together. Yeah. And just happened. What, 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 I mean, what personally, like, what do you think contributed like the success you had this last year? Uh, there was, there's a bunch of different things. Uh, I think, Coming in here last year was huge. Just learning, like, learning about my body, like, learning why I move certain ways. And uh, you guys helped me out a lot, like, like just figuring out what doesn't move right and and just working on that. And I remember the first time I came in here last year, it was during quarantine, and you had me do, like, a couple, like, simple, like, movement stuff. And the next day, I could barely walk. Like, it was. You also felt flat on your face. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was. And then, like, it's, it's eye-opening. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I've never had someone, t- like, tell me that. And uh, just being able to have 
you guys do that for me and 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 then working with the giants guys as well it's a perfect perfect combination what I mean, what was your biggest goal last offseason for us was like hey right, get logan to move better right um you're really athletic anyways right it's like but you cheat your way through a lot of a lot of shit you know what i mean and i think i was who we were last year if you back me up on this time and like he cheated his way into certain positions and he did good job with it you know but you said you struggled in 2019 or 2020 or whatever it was 2020 right and you know you just revamped the way you moved and it just clicked you know and simon talk about like on the pitching side of stuff like the movement quality size just wasn't the weight room shit, right it right was, yeah I, I mean it 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 was sort of a feedback loop and 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 when he got when he got to us at the end of 2020 we sat down we had a conversation right where where we were talking specifically about a lower half move, right? And being able to make that consistent because when you get it right, you throw noise. When you get it wrong, you still throw noise kind of because like what TJ was talking about because because of the kind of athlete you are, right? Um, but being able to dial that in consistently made, is what, you know, was made you able to consistently perform. And then what I thought was really cool was the communication back and forth um, between us, where we were able to put our heads down and work, and then remembering that, like, as an elite athlete, like the game is still the goal, right? You had to go out and perform, um, which I thought was something that, that like on the Giants, on the Giants end, it was like, okay, like we cleaned up some movement patterns here, and like now, now we're gonna unleash like the full true self of Webby onto the league, which. Which was kind it of was, it was, I mean, and what you can back up, back me up on this. Like, I was fortunate enough to program for you and a couple other guys in the team all year, right? Yeah. And like, just stayed in the communication. Like, dude, if Bailey said something to you, like, hey, like, I, you know, one time we, we wanted to work on, I forgot what it was, middle of the season, right? You lost a field or something. I think it was your back, back side or something. Yeah. They were like, hey, we'll just change it right there in your program. And then obviously down the stretch, it clicked and you dominated, right? And I think just, Having that capability to, to work with you guys all year helps, in my opinion. Um, but you know, like what what kind of stuff was like? I know you you were throwing a four seam, playing catch with the four seam a little bit, right? And you know, you're a two seam guy, and that kind of changed the way you throw too, right? And you throw the two seam more. That was yeah. a catch play, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it was like the, sitting down with you last year and, and figuring out the movement patterns. I feel like I, I knew the movement patterns already, mm-hmm. but it was like I never truly, I didn't work on it. I, right. I, I didn't try to, like you said, like cheat your way to things. It's like I knew what I was doing, but I would only do it in bullpens and when I was in the game. And like that's the complete opposite of what you should be doing. It should be, you know, whether it's in the weight room, um, just and during catch play, like figuring out, like. I remember my first time throwing, or the first like three weeks of throwing last year. Every time I throw, I'm like, "How was that, Simon?" Like, you know, <laughs> it feels really good. He's like, "It's horseshit." Like, and, and I just didn't know. I, I and and finally when I learned, like, you know, catch play and all this stuff is when you figure out how you move and the right way to move. And then once you get on the mound, like you said, it's just the game. Like you just go out there and attack. And um, I feel like just being able to have those those movement things and knowing what I how I move and what I'm supposed to do in between my starts was the big thing. 100%. Figuring out, okay, this and that. And then in the game, I, you still have times where you feel like you're a little out of whack, 
but it's a simple fix then because it's like okay i know bales bales all the time like, he did it a couple times during the game he'd be like hey man remember your cues like i got it on my phone hip hinge and like some of the stuff that we 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 talked about and it'd just be like three things hip hinge um chest to glove and then uh, there was one other thing i think uh I got it on my phone right now, actually. <laughs> I was going to say, good thing you forgot the third one. It's, it's heel, heel connection, hip hinge, uh, chest to glove. Yeah. And like, and he would just tell me those three things, whether it be bullpen, it'd be before the game. Like, I re- remember we were in Atlanta, and like, I was throwing my tooth, and it was cutting. And like, even Buster like, came out and talked to me, and I was like, shit, man, like, this, this is going to be a terrible game. Um, and, he just kind of reminded me a little bit. I just forgot. I got, I was just in that mode where I was thinking about just pitching and, and he was like, Hey, just think about those three things. And it clicked. Like I, I threw another one and, um, and it, it did what I wanted to do. I'm like, okay, like now we're back. Now we're back. And, <laughs> and like, as soon as I thought about it, I did it a couple of times. I said, okay, now, now forget about it. Now you pitch. Now you go do your thing. When you got those, but that, but that's just the, the work that you guys did for me and, and, in the off season and during the season helped me with that. That's what, that's what made it. Um, I don't want to say a lot easier. But it, it was yeah. a lot, a lot easier to just focus on attacking out there instead of. We got this. Simple too, yeah, right? yeah. It's not like Simon's yeah. over cueing you or I'm over cueing you. For sure. You, right? Yeah, exactly. And that, that's, that's one of the things that like, that I think especially you and I have developed a really good relationship DJ over the, over the course of the last year and a half or so. Right. It's like, I'm not going to ask an athlete to move in a way that I'm not sure that he can, right? 100%. And so Webby comes in over quarantine and can't move certain ways, <laughs> right? Like, it, like that, yeah. that that was just it. And then – I mean, honestly, he moved like an old man. Like, I'm not, right. I'm not being a dick. No. Yeah. Like, you move like an old man. All the guys say I was like, like oldest 24. I was like, <laughs> I was like fuck, right. do I want to put this dude on a box jump? Like, do I program a box jump for him? Right. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> now so it's like then, you gotta eat, you know. And so then, I mean, like, so what? What we were working on in PlyoCare, which was primarily that heel connection and hip hinge, which is the verbiage you guys ended up using with the Giants, right? Um, like, I wanted to ask him to do that, but it took what you say fifteen thousand step downs. You said, yeah. right? Like, yeah, we did over, that. over the course of an off, we did that all all year too. Exactly. Every program you had, every day we had a step down for you, right? To, to the point where it's like, okay, that's why the first three weeks of plyo care were horseshit because your body couldn't do that yet. So you were trying to figure out how that worked in your brain on the mound, and then over time that movement pattern gets built in, and then it becomes okay. Maybe you've got a, a quick cue. You've got one of the best coaches, pitching coaches in the big leagues, yeah. like in the dugout being like, hey, Webby's out of whack. Like, let me get, take a quick visit or talk to him in between innings. But your body can now accomplish that movement pattern, which like that's, that's I think, long story short, what, what I think like – I really value my relationship with you. Appreciate you know, that. This is the last nice thing I'm ever going to say about you. But, uh, <laughs> right. Um, and I think that that kind of open lines. two years in. Like, like yeah, he's saying, no, he's just saying yeah. nice shit now. Cross you by course. But, you know, like, you know, what, what, Simon, what did you see? Like, you know, what did you see movement quality wise the first time you saw Logan throw? Right. Like, how did I, oh shit, like, we need to change this. Right. Cause I remember right. we sat down for about, 25 30 minutes just going over an attack plan in 20, yeah. 2020 offseason. Yeah. 
he was he was super pushy off of his back leg, um, which uh, is it's a really really common thing we see in a lot of our guys, right? Is <laughs> uh, is that is that they get told to use the, use your legs, use your legs more, use your legs, more, right? And um, and so he he showed me like in-game video from behind and I was like, oh my god, you're pushing you're pushing off your backside really bad. Right. And and you 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 would you guys had kind of identified that with the Giants too, right? And it 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 was a pretty quick, okay, here's what the issue is. Um let's figure out a way to attack it. Um and and then that it was a lot of the same things that you saw in your assessment, mm-hmm. right? And uh and credit to Webby, you just like oh, dude, he just started like, doing the work. Yeah, I feel like so. I feel like every year in the minor leagues, like, like my first two years, my arm was all messed up, so I turned into a sinker guy, and I was like over the top. So like it just, it wasn't the right thing for me. And then I, I got TJ and I came back and I was throwing harder. So there was all right, four seams. I think it was the way the game was going. There, like four seams up, you know, twelve six curveballs down. And I remember um, them showing me videos of like Glass now and, and Blake Snell, a lot of those guys. And, and I, and I tried. I tried my hardest to do that. I just couldn't do it. This is the way I, I moved. I, I couldn't do it. Um, but, I, you know, I was, I was kind of getting away with it. And then 19, I came up, and I was still more over the top. The first three months of the year, I, I worked with uh, Matt Daniels, like, every day. And, um, you know, we were watching videos of, of, you know, Walker Bueller, like these guys who threw great four seams and, and breaking balls. And I was, I was really working on that. And like, December 27th, comes around we had just hired brian banister and he calls me and he's like we don't want you to do that we want you to throw more like a chris sale that's what he told me and i'm like chris sale like it was like down here i'm like what do you mean they had me moving a bunch of different ways and you know honestly it felt more comfortable i couldn't figure it out like when i first came in here and and like i'm super rotational and i know that now but i didn't know that then so i was like I was still trying to be like the over the top like mechanics, like a Joe Gatto, but from do little style thrower. Yeah, thrower, but from a completely from different a lower arm slot. Arm slot. <laughs> yeah, and, and I feel like that had to do with like, you know, I, I was pushing off way too much and and doing a bunch of different things, and I struggled. That was twenty twenty. I struggled a lot that year. I, I was trying to throw this sweeper breaking ball and, um, and it just. It, it, I struggled a lot, but when I went into that off season, I, I told Bales, I'm like, Hey, I want to be that lower arm slot, but I want to like, I want to, you know, get it down to what I need to do for my lower half, my upper half. I want, I want to figure out how to throw from that angle. And that's when we sat down with, with Simon and you, and, and we figured out how to do that. And, um, and like, it took a long time, Yeah. but, but it's cool because, like, I, I finally figured out the pitcher I'm supposed to be, the, the way I'm supposed to move. Like, I don't think I'll ever – hopefully I won't ever have to change the way I throw, but, like, that's the way I'll, I'll throw from, from now on. And, you know, it, it took a long time. It took six years to finally figure yeah. out. And uh, it's just cool to have – like I said, it's cool to have all you guys here because I had no clue what I was doing wrong or why I was doing these things. Yeah. and. You guys just show me like videos, and I don't know how how many videos did we take last year of me on doing mound plyos. And, One thousand. Yes, it was it was crazy. <laughs> I bought a new phone because of it. <laughs> uh, but just like all that, 
All that Simon's not lying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's a true statement. On no, both, both the number and the new phone yeah. aspect. Like, yeah. you literally bought a new phone, you literally had a thousand yeah. videos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, we'll link those in the notes. I'm just, but <laughs> no, I deleted them all because I had to take a thousand more. But it's cool for me to look like you know, 2019 wasn't that far away. Yeah. Or isn't that far away from where we are now? And mm. I look at the the videos of me throwing, and I'm just like, I want to kind of throw up because yes. it's, it's like it's just not the way I'm supposed to be throwing. And yeah. it's it's cool to see. Obviously, there's still a lot of a lot of work to do to get better and, and all that stuff. But we found we you know we set a foundation of what we know is the right way to to move for me. Hundred percent. I think a lot of things that really clicked too, like we did through relationship with Bailey and Simon together is when Bailey came in last year, right? Yeah. And saw you throw. Remember that? Yeah. And he was like, all right, like this, he noticed like you look different, right? And it was like, you're doing the things that they wanted you to do, yeah. you know? And it's just like having that open relationship with, with Bales and Simon and myself, right? And you and being able to talk like, hey, this is why we're doing it. You know, we're up the street from you, come in and see your guys play, throw. And you know, it's just a cost of communication instead of like before it was like, hey, throw their four seam, blah, blah, blah. And now we're trying to tell you to throw a two seamer, you know, like then you get mind fucked and you have no idea what you're doing, you know. And I think it's just a little bit, it's easier when orgs want to work with us. You know what I mean? The yeah. support, support what we're doing, you know. Yeah. I just, I just remember, dude, like, because you threw, you threw a few uh, bullpens in here getting ready for summer camp during COVID. And I was like, all right, like. I see it. Yeah, sure. That's that's what a big looks like, right? Like I believe you, right? And then, and then you come back, and I was like, I "Yeah, believe you." And and we did all that work, and then your first bullpen back when you like when you were starting to let it go, I was like, "Fuck, this is a different fucking guy." Uh, which which I mean, like it's just it really is just all credit all credit to you because like you can give somebody a plan and tell them what to do, and be like thumbs up thumbs down on like how did that look and at the end of the day it comes down to whether or not they're going to do it and then whether or not they're going to translate that from being like really good at training to really good at baseball because they are different things at the end of the day well he had a lot of humility too right yeah where you didn't have an ego about it you know i mean some guys like we've seen in here some big league guys like this is the way i throw you know just just put me on the track man let me let let it eat you know that's you know, you wanted to learn, like you said, you wanted to learn every pitch. Yeah. Like he wanted to, he asked you, like, how did it look, Simon? Or, mm-hmm. you know, how did it look, looking, you know, me looking at your, your bullpen? Like, how did that look? You know, like you want, you truly met with every question you wanted to learn. You know, you, you don't see that a lot with guys either. It's where, you know, you have a good group of dudes in here where you can bounce ideas off of too. Yeah. Guys with a lot of time or guys that are all-stars, World Series champions, whoever it may be that you can trust. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you work with, like, Gaz has probably taught you a lot, right? And I've been working with Kevin for fucking ever, you know? And it's just like, you, you've built that kind of circle of guys you want to learn from. You, like you said, you're 24 years old, but like, you got your shit together already almost. You know what I mean? Almost, not yet. Oh. But. No, it just, <laughs> oh, it's DJ. It's some DJ. He's getting married in December, dude. Like, this, that, then he'll be complete, you know? He's got a, <laughs> it's something that I've talked about with younger guys, too. Like, yeah. It's weird to say younger guys, but like guys, like I, you know, I've talked to Kyle Harrison with us, mm-hmm. uh, Seth Cole, like some of those guys. It's like if you get in a room and you're filled with guys like like Brandon Crawford, Buster Posey, Brandon Bell, I bum Garner my first year, Jeff Samarja, Kevin Gosman. Let's just do smart. Like I can just keep going on and on. You'd be like 
stupid not to ask questions and not to pick their brains about stuff. And it's the same way in here. You got Sean Doolittle in here. You got all Shelby Miller. You got all these guys that are, you know, guys that have done it, done it, and 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 been there before. And you figure out, like, I, I talked to Doolittle so much last year just about being out there on the mound, not even about pitching. Like, I had nothing to do with pitching, but just like. How do you control your breath? How do you do this? Like keep pushing the World Series. Like you when you figure that stuff out and you and you just you gotta ask questions. You know what I mean? Like you have to ask questions and you can't be afraid to ask questions. Um like well shit, you guys delayed your workout for each 45 minutes yesterday or yeah, Monday. Right. <laughs> you know, like and that's just exactly what happened all of last offseason yeah. too. Yeah. It's like do and Webby show up at the same time, and then 45 minutes later they start doing shit because <laughs> they've been talking all yeah. the time. Yeah, but they're talking about quality content no, for sure you know? like for why, sure. why wouldn't you like that yeah. and that's what i i try to i try to tell people that like dude ask questions i, I like i brock like yeah every time in, i'm in here like he comes up to me and asks questions or i'll go and watch his bullpen i'll try to tell him as much as i can and um and it's cool because he wants to listen he wants to learn and that guy's yeah he's gonna be amazing because of it yeah and yeah. And I, I used to be that guy who I, I didn't really ask questions. You know, you, you I can remember my first big league camp. I don't want to say anything to anybody because I'm just I'm scared. Uh, like I don't want to I don't want to intrude and step on and there, toes. Or... And there is there is a fine line. Like yeah. you don't want to do too much, but you you get in these situations. You got to ask. You got to talk. You got to figure out. And you may not use any of that stuff that they give you, but at least you're asking. At least you're trying to figure something out. Like. Um, like they're like uh, my pregame routine. Like I, I watched for a month and a half what what Bum did, and and how he did it in his time, the way he did it. And I do the same thing. I like I, I learned by watching that. I had Stephen Vogt and, and Buster, you know, um, help me a lot with my routine because I got up there and and my first year there was a couple times I would start at different times every time, like going out to stretch and. Sometimes I was rushing. Sometimes I had too much time, and and the the only way you learn is to ask. Because if you don't, like you're just gonna keep doing that. And and I I've learned how to have a routine. Every time I I do the exact same thing every day I pitch. Like same thing in my bullpen days too. It's just I go out at the exact same time. I start at a certain time. I start my pitches off the mound at a certain time. I go in at a certain time. And some of it's a little OCD. Like you don't. Oh yeah, it it's frustrating at first when you're trying to do it because you're like, you know, you're sitting there and you're just like, man, I have way too much time. And you you find it, you learn over time like what what works for you. But going back to like, I wouldn't have learned that if I didn't ask any questions. Um, if I didn't try to watch these guys do what they do. And what you know, clicked for you like to ask questions? Like when when was that? Like what made you realize like shit? I need to start asking these dudes, right? Like you said, you didn't like asking questions before. Like what? Honestly, it was, it was, it was Johnny Cueto. Um, in 19, I have a great relationship with him. And I just started like, he came up to me. So I asked him a couple questions and it was more about like pitching the world series, stuff like that. And, and all of a sudden he started like telling me more and more about pitching. And I started asking more and more and, and and then I had Shark too, um, and I would go up to him and ask questions. And and Shark was like, dude, you know, ask as many questions as you can. You know, figure out as much as you can of how to be a big leaguer 
by by asking questions, talking to guys. I remember my first year I had a I talked to Buster for like six innings one day and it was it wasn't even about like some of it was about, at the end it was about pitching, but most of it was just about life. Like just like you figure out so much stuff from these guys who've done it, like yeah. future Hall of Famers like Buster and um it just clicked. I'm like, holy cow, like I've learned so much in a month and a half in nineteen. And then in, in twenty it was a pretty much a whole new team. Like there was a bunch of new guys and um and talking to those guys about their experiences. I it's not just baseball stuff, but I've also became really good friends with with you know Kevin, Drew Smiley, Tyler Anderson, all those guys. And I think it's it's cool. It's cool. And I like I said, just the more you ask and the more you learn, I think it just makes being at the field and, and being out there on the mound so much easier. You're just comfortable, you're confident, like everything is way different. I think that's why people say you're the oldest 24 year old around, not just your human body movement, right? But which is better, don't get me wrong. But, <laughs> but, but I'm saying, like, just like you want to learn, you know what I mean? And like, like Smiles, you know, you guys have a good relationship. He's, how old is Smiles? Like 33? Uh, he's in this. Early. Yeah. I think him and Jaws are around the same age. Yeah. Cutting to a thirty. Yeah. Got. I think Smiles like 32, 33. and then Duel's thirty-five, right? So you're surrounding yourself with these guys. Yeah. You know. Be, like I said, it'd be stupid if we exactly. not to ask questions. I mean, I talk shit about your body. You're fucking moving awesome. Like, I just give <laughs> Smiles you is just quiet. He might be yeah. twenty-eight. Who knows? He's not from the DR. There's a reverse, <laughs> aspect, reverse aspect of it. Uh, but I mean, going into this offseason now, right? Like. You're a completely different person. I said that to, to you in your assessment. Dr. Nick and Dr. Austin said that to you in your assessment with them. And you probably talked to Simon. Like I said he was the same guy. You did? No. <laughs> yeah, why am I a different person, though? No, a different person, like human movement-wise. Oh, uh, yes. He was the same guy. No, he's the same. <laughs> you, you know, he's one of the best people in the world. He, 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 walked, off, in, off he walked in and just didn't say anything. He just gave me that grin and just... Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Fuck. I really, I really wanted to make like a you changed joke, and he just didn't. He just didn't. <laughs> no, he looked at me. The day, day just like three off. days yeah, after game him. five, he was like, he was like the same dude. No, like you asked my son who's his favorite player. Is you know, went from Kevin to, to Logan. So wow. it's huge. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> it's huge. You hear that, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my point of that comment was, you as a completely different mover, right? You're more efficient. You're as athletic than ever, right? You know, 24 years old, and I, you know, I'll give you a compliment now. Like you are, like your workouts right now are already more advanced than we were last offseason. That's point, right? You agree? Um, you know, what's your kind of your goal this offseason? Like, what are we going to try to attack? Like, what do you want to focus on movement wise? Like, all that kind of stuff. It's it, it's funny because we had the when I first came in, we did it last year. Like, what do you want to do? Like your goals for the year, and I feel like. I don't know if you look back, but yeah. they're probably the same goals. Like I, I want to do, I want to move better. I want to, um, you know, learn from Simon as much as I can, like movement-wise on the mound, and just like refine everything so that it's it's not it's weird to say, but it's not hard to get better at something and do it for a little bit. But I feel like the ones who can do it for a long time, and obviously I haven't done it for a long time, but the the ones that I've you know, played with and, and learned from, they're so good at, like, sustaining that. You know what I mean? And and I feel like that's my goal is, like, um, getting even better at moving and 
and getting even better at like knowing what makes me tick kind of on the mound and and once I do that, that's when you can you know have fun with it. Like yeah. maybe learn a new pitch. Like I love watching pitchers just around the league. Yeah. Um, you know, learn new pitches and, and stuff like that. Like it, it was so much fun watching. You know, it's weird to say because I played for the Giants, but it was fun watching Walker Bueller like throw a cutter this year. I thought that pitch was it was amazing. Like it was awesome. It was, as a pitcher, it's fun to watch. Like obviously, it's it sucks because you know. Your rival is <laughs> my rival, and and you know, I want to score ten runs off him as, yeah. as a team, but uh, it's just cool to see. So it's like I come in, and, and it's the first thing is like I walked in, and I'm like, hey, I want to learn that cut. Like yeah. I wanted, I, I want to learn new things. But I think the beginning is like coming in and refining everything that we we started last year, and just keep keep going with that. Yeah, I mean, I told Simon though, I'm actually really excited for this year with you because we just right away. It's not like yeah. we overhaul you. It's, it's go time from yeah. day one, right? And that and that says a lot to you, like the hard work you put in, but it's also fun for us. Like, hey, like you're already throwing. Yeah. Like you're ready. We're we're ramping you up to learn a new pitch. Like that's what you want to do, right? And obviously safely, like, you know, and yeah. and all that. But like we'll cut that part too, but we don't need people to know that he's throwing a new pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's throwing a screwball. <laughs> yeah, they asked me. It was we're bringing the four seam back yeah, four before seam. before game one or game five. I think it was game five. Oh, I saw that interview. That was yeah. Cool. They asked me, what, yeah. you know, what pitch you're gonna use to you know kind of get ahead of guys, and I'm like, dang, like, well, who do you work for? Are yeah, working for the Dodgers. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But those they're, they're great guys, but I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna throw my knuckleball a lot. <laughs> Well, you had a good approach. I think game one, you had that really good approach where you went way more change heavy, change up heavy. And that's and that's right? all. I mean, that's that's mostly credit to Buster. Like, yeah, we went into the game not thinking. So the the games I had thrown before the, to the Dodgers, I my change up, I was already using heavy like in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I didn't face them since I don't know June or whatever. So I was already throwing a lot of change ups, and it, it worked against them. Mm-hmm. And but then more towards the end of the year, you know, my sinker and slider were kind of my main pitches um and that beginning of that game you could tell like they're trying to hit the hit the sinker the other way and they were kind of just spinning on the sliders like I I got a couple um you know called third strikes that were probably a little off you know I'll give it to 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 them but but as soon as they as soon as they saw spin they were kind of just like off on it because um I think that's just kind of the that was my swing and miss pitch that I would get and the chase pitch that I was getting, and we noticed that and we were like, all right, let's let's start throwing a couple more changeups and it just kind of it worked and we just kept I mean, going to it. How many changeups you threw that game? I think it was thirty-eight. Is most I threw in a game. It's a lot. And then I don't know how many I threw game five, but we we're like, our bus counts. I mean, yeah, and I. I was overthinking a little bit. I told Bales a couple of days before, I'm like, damn, we're going to have to throw more sinkers this game. Like, they're going to be sitting change up. And Buster came up to me. He's like, fuck that. Like, let's just keep doing what we're doing. And I didn't throw as many changes, but we were still mainly change up, change up slider and, you know, throwing the sinker. But, um, you know, I, I'm i very lucky to have that guy and Kirk Casale behind the plate. Like, yeah. having those guys. And then obviously having Bales and all those guys in between outings, but just learning how to use use the pitches instead of just saying, "Okay, hey, you got a good changeup, let's throw that fifty times." And it's like using those things, like yeah. 
I wish I could be Gaz and throw 50 splitters in a game, but I, I can't. You know what I mean? Um, so it's like finding the – Back that up with finding, a 97 modern fastball, 90 yeah, fastball. <laughs> and finding that balance, like – but also learning to adjust in the games. And um, I think this year that's when I really learned from Buster and, and Kurt. Like, it, it almost got to the point where I was comfortable. Like, beginning of the year, you watched the games, I didn't shake off once. Like, I was just like, all right, whatever you guys put down. Then towards the end of the year, I think those guys were confident in me shaking off and, and doing those things. It was, it was fun. It was, it was a cool progression with those guys. Yeah, I think it's cool that you just – didn't change your approach at all of game five. Like, I, I'm better than you, dude. Like, it was so, how, how much fun did you have watching him throw it? That was like, sick. The, it like, was it, what what fired me up about it was like going into each time I watched Webby throw, like at a, like it got to the point where I knew the sinker was good, I knew the changeup was good, I knew the slider was good. Yeah. Like I just like I was sitting there because I spent the whole summer in the in the DR watching kids throw like one one really good pitch and then like. Leaning on other stuff. Yeah. I'm like thinking in my head how I want to talk to him about calling the game afterwards, right? And like the complete difference in level where it's just like he can throw whatever he wants right now. Whenever. Whenever. And like that, that's that just looks, I mean, like that's even got a couple of four seam strikeouts. I'm sure you like that. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Big four seam guy, but uh, no four seam. Oh, it's great. Every time. <laughs> Every 13 time in a vertical break, 14 vertical break. Every time in a Seriously. bullpen or before a game, if I threw a side throw, I don't know, 30 to 35 pitches in bullpens are warming up. I throw like three cutters or four cutters because that's my worst pitch. So I just, I'll throw a couple, and every time, like, I honestly feel bad because it'll back up and Buster will kind of like catch it and drop it. I'm like, my bad. Like, I do not want to break your finger right now. Every time I throw a good one, I look back at Bales and I say. Like, because Bales was a big cutter. He had one of the best cutters. Yeah. I look back and I go, big cutter guy. Big cutter guy. Uh, I, think, I think we just exposed a new pitch. Cutter. <laughs> no, it's going to be a 12-6 curveball. Yep. 68 miles an hour. 69. Even better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, going back to what you are saying before before that, is like, you know, when like, you knew he was on every game, right? Yeah. Like, it's just clicking. Yeah. Every single time, and like, I honestly like, I get, I, I get rarely nervous, but like, I was never nervous watching you throw at all this year. Um, oh, I was so nervous. I wasn't, dude. I was, I was awesome. excited. Like, I was like, time this year, I was like, maybe was always facing the Dodgers, so I'd I have to be nervous to be like, all right, here's what the bats right now. We good. Yeah, we, that's what made me excited. Like, we got though. Turner's up next. Like, like Gavin walks is up. Like, like, there's no break. Like, there's no break. I looked dude. at it. The, so I think it was. Game, game one, game two, one through nine was an all star in that lineup. And then you got Gavin Lux, you can throw in there, who was going to be an all star. Pujols like, coming off the bench. Pujols was MVP. It's like it's crazy. That team was. It was What's their salary? Cap? Bananas. Thirty-seven billion dollars. Yeah, I mean you're not. And they all deserve every cent. That yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 crazy too because you you face those guys in like you know Giants, Dodgers. So you're like kind of taught to hate them. And you grew up in, the, in Northern California. Yeah. You, you're lived by it. All those guys are great guys. Yeah. So it's like, you like, I can't like not like them. Like, yep. like there's a little chirping, you know, every, it's just baseball. You just chirping. Well, even your managers are good friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, crazy. Like, yeah. 
I got Cap winning in a fight, though. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Yeah, he is. My wife even said that. She's like, I hate the Dodgers, but I love every one of their players. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you not cheer for those yeah, guys? They get, you know? they get a bunch of just great dudes. Yeah. It's, it's fun, like, like especially that series, because there's, you know, there's, like, no animosity, like, yeah. between the teams. Yeah. And it was just it was just a good series. Like, it was just good baseball. Um and Two really cool team. environments too. Yeah, Oracle and Dodgers. Yeah, are you kidding me? It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. There was so uh, Sammy Long. It was his first time experiencing Dodger Stadium. It was Game Three, and we're pulling up, and he's like, "I heard this place is awesome." I go, "You have no clue." I'm like, "This place," because they got, they got like, because they're on a hill, they get, they have the loudest speakers in baseball, and when they're when they come up to walk out. And like the songs they play in between, it's just electric. And it's, every it's, person in the stadium is wearing Dodgers gear. Oh, dude, it's it's fun. It's really fun. Did you go to Dodgers games when you lived in in Laguna? Area? I was in Orange County, so the Angels were closer. Gotcha. But Dodger Stadium is very still different vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little sleepier down there, but that's Orange County. That big Angels guy over there, Simon. Yeah. Give your professional opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> big Angels. Big Angels guy. Um, what was I going to ask you? I have on the PT side. I want to talk about that a little bit. Like, how much? How much do you think what like Nick and Austin did? Like our collaboration, right? Like, what's your what's your biggest goal over there with them? Are you just more so just arm health, and is it just staying on top of things? We never knock on wood. We never been injured really, right? Yeah. So I mean, it was uh, you know I had my you know some shoulder stuff that I was dealing with and. I, I can't really get in trouble with the Giants though too. They you know work with it all the time, and um, we kind of just pinpointed you know what was tight, um, you know whether it made my lap or my trap or everything, um, and just figuring out that. And then coming here, you know, last year it's weird because I I always thought like getting treatment <clears throat> was always just when you feel like shit. It's not. It's like it's maintaining that and and coming in here. And, I think it was once or twice a week last year, um, whether I'd be coming in here, going to the Giants, and and just staying on top of it. And doing that throughout the year was huge. And <clears throat> I think this is kind of the same thing this year. It's like coming in, um, doing my assessment, everything, figuring out what's not moving right. And even though it does maybe not – like it doesn't feel like shit. I mean, I do feel like shit. It just yeah. – <laughs> Had a long season, but I, like even something that say, like, you know, Austin will look at check my lat, and I'm like, he's like, how does this feel? And I'm like, feels fine. And he's like, well, it doesn't look fine. Like, it's super <laughs> tight, and just get, and 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 realizing, okay, like let's work on that. Yeah. And you know, I've gotten treatment once or twice already, and I already feel better. Yeah. And so just I think just staying on top of it is just the big thing. Not getting ahead of stuff too. All yeah. the right. time. So, yeah. Because I mean, that's like, again, again, back to the, our communication between you and me, right? Like, if if Austin's like, "Hey, like, these lats pretty tight. He doesn't feel anything," or it happens with it happens with other guys all the time, right? And he's just like, "Hey, like, let's let's have everybody know about this, yeah. and we can get out ahead of stuff and handle it on whatever side it needs to be handled on first, and then we all reap the benefits down the line, whether they handle it on the PT side." And then all of a sudden, weight room movement and throwing movement cleans up, or it's like, hey, like we might need to address 
something on the throwing or lifting side and we handle it and then all of a sudden like shit starts to clean up downstream right like i think i think that's a huge huge part of it well yeah like nick's staying with me right now nick's in town and we were talking about you last night so yeah i added something in levy's a block i think will really benefit him and that's like something i really wanted to add and put in your program it's like god dude your a block's already 42 things long right and i always get shit from everybody about that you know, like truthfully, right? Yeah. And it was like a, a subscap pattern that we needed to do. It's like, it's like, I think we can get away with it without this right now, right? And it's like, no, we need to do this. So your A block got one one exercise longer. Yeah. You probably saw that today, right? And um, just like having Nick's and Austin's feedback for us, for all of you guys, not just you, obviously, but like they have full access to your program, you know, and yeah. we have full access to their program, you know, and you know, we're not going to double up on exercises. We're not going to do that. It's like, hey, you're, you're, say your last sore today or, you know, Johnny's last sore today or whoever's last sore today. And it's like, Simon's not going to throw. Sorry. Simon has to adjust your throwing program, you know. And I think a lot of orgs do a good job with that and a lot of need to, need to learn that. And I think the Giants are, are in the forefront of communication, wouldn't you say? Like, they do a phenomenal job on that yeah. side of things. They run, a, they run a good uh, yeah, good program. They do, for sure. And very, very lucky to be able to work with you for sure. So, well, do you have anything else? Simon? Congrats on getting married in a couple months or next month. Thank yeah, you. Congrats. Thank That's when your life changes. Yeah, I know. Yikes. Yikes for her, but she's lucky. He's lucky. Jared's he, he's a, lucky. Jared's a sweetheart. Lucky. He's lucky. You guys have been together since high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. What year? What, sophomore year, junior year, senior year? Um, my senior year. So, her junior year. You're younger than you. Congrats, man. Nice, congrats. That's cute. How old is she? 23 then? 24. 24. Yeah. Locking her down young. You just gotta, you just gotta trade one. That babe. <laughs> Good. Cool, man. We got anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming on, dude.